Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 237. You can grow into who you were meant to become with Amy Tangerine. Well, how are you, friends? We just got back from a week in Utah. It was so snowy there, and part of our car broke down, so we ended up being homebound most of the week, but we still had a great time being with cousins and being with my parents, and now we're back in California. We are moving into the month of love here and talking about something totally different, and I'm really loving it. We are talking about self-respect as our theme for all of February, and I've been pleasantly surprised by your answers and your feedback to this theme of self-respect and that you are really queuing into how important it is to have that as a foundation to how we navigate our lives, how we view ourselves, how we work on ourselves. It's respecting ourselves. Now, respect starts with respecting what you want out of your life. And I talked about that in the introductory episode. And we also talked about how to to respect the current season you are in. Sometimes that season means that we are not feeling fulfilled in the life that we have the life that we might have even wanted, but yet it still doesn't feel fulfilling. This is hard to say, feel fulfilling. Um, So how can we create more of what we do want and move towards a person we want to become within the life that we have? Now, Amy Tangerine is on the show today to share just that. 
she found herself on a hamster wheel that she needed to get off of and how pausing, evaluating why she felt depleted and then learning how to fill her own bucket helped her evolve to craft and create more of the life that she wanted. Now, some of this was tied a lot to Amy's passions within her career, but we were we were very certain to make sure our message was applicable to whatever you are facing right now that could use some pivoting and to work on fulfilling and to work on being the person that you want to be. So whether you are a stay-at-home parent or you're building a career or anything in between, we all need to grow, we all need to pivot, and we all need to make shifts to craft a life that we can love and to grow into who we were meant to be. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. Here you will get interviews and teachings that guide you towards meaningful growth and living the life you want without losing yourself in the process to perfectionism. Listen in to get lovingly pushed by our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Do you know there is so much more within you just waiting to be found? My progress program is now open for enrollment and doors close February 28th and it might be that way until the fall of this year. This is my small group growth coaching program designed to help you get unstuck in ways that stick. So if you find yourself frustrated by your lack of personal development and you go to bed each night thinking about where was I in this day? and you're looking for a how to help you uncover who you truly are and to grow again in your life, join the program. Spots are super limited. I cap every single session. This is not a mass meets all coaching program. Go to aboutprogress.com slash progress program to see more about the program and to enroll before the doors close February 28th. One of the struggles I hear often from you that you are facing every single day is procrastination. I want to help you get over your procrastination blues if you daily fight this tendency and or you want to sample what my coaching and teaching styles are like. Join my one and a half hour online class on procrastination for only $20. Yep, it's true. My online workshops are five times that, but in this hour and a half class, you will learn why you procrastinate and what you can do to make it no longer be something that hijacks your life. I have three time slots available for you to choose from all happening the last two weeks of February. So sign up by going to aboutprogress.com slash procrastination. And that's linked for you in the show notes as well, in case you're like me and procrastination is hard to spell. And by the way, it's hard to pronounce too. So again, go to aboutprogress.com slash procrastination to beat your procrastination blues. And I'm so excited to teach this class to you there. It's going to be a workshop style class. There's going to be lots of teaching, but a lot of coaching and it's very interactive. It's going to be worth every single cent. And I have a surprise for you too with And it has to do with your registration fee to the class. So again, if you want to beat your procrastination tendencies and learn more about my coaching and teaching style, if you're considering the program, go to aboutprogress.com slash procrastination to sign up for that online class. 
It's now time for us to share the interview I did with Amy Tangerine. And just to remind you, at the end of each interview I do now, I share progress pointers at the end so that you can take what you learn and and do something with it. So if you want access to what all of the progress pointers are, sign up for our Go-Getter newsletter. And it's free and it comes every single Thursday and it has that week's progress pointers. And at the end of the month, we share all of the progress pointers from the month behind us. Okay, let's dive in. So I'm Amy Tangerine. I have a creative lifestyle company that is primarily centered around infusing creativity, fun, and intention into your everyday and telling other people and encouraging others to go wholeheartedly after their dreams. Ooh, that is packed full. I really love the phrase fun and intention because too often we go one or the other, right? Yeah, it's true. I think that there are so many times that we feel pulled to do something, but we feel like we have to sacrifice another part of ourselves. But I don't really believe that. I think that everybody has the ability to craft a life they love. Mm, Okay, well, that's what you are here today to help our listeners learn how to interject themselves in the lives that they have to make it what they love, instead of what it should be. Um, So let's talk first about these women who feel stuck in their own lives. And They're not really sure where they fit in. And I was wondering why you think that is. And if that's ever been the case for you too, where you were looking around, you're like, this is everything I've ever wanted. And I don't feel like I'm living my full life here. I'm I'm just a part of it. I'm not living it. Yeah, I had an experience like that right before I turned 30 because I was in a position where I had my own company for almost 10 years. Things were going really well, seemingly, right? Mm -hmm. And I had achieved a lot of my dreams and ambitions. I was running a t-shirt company out of my Santa Monica loft. It was a three-story loft. And I was able to keep it a small company and really run pretty lean. And we wholesaled to department stores and boutiques. We had these handcrafted t-shirts that people really liked because they had positive messaging on them. They were unique. They started off as one of a kind. I think there was something really special about them that people recognized. And as we grew, I realized that I was sort of losing track of my days. I lived 10 blocks away from the ocean and saw it twice in one year. Wow. And that's really sad, you know? And I think that if you come to a crossroads in your life where you are successful and you have everything that you wanted or you thought you wanted, but something doesn't feel right, I think it's a good time to reevaluate which direction you're heading because I could have probably kept on going in that way, but I would be a lot more of an unhappy person as opposed to taking pause. And there was something that actually came to the point where I had to take a pause and it was the economy crashing in 2007. Oh, so you were kind of yeah, forced into it or 2008. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I sort of felt it in 2007 and I noticed that there were people who owned these stores who weren't paying their bills on time. And there was mm. just a general feeling of sort of uncertainty. And then I found scrapbooking in 2007 at the same time. Okay. And I realized that I wasn't putting my time and energy into doing things that I loved anymore. Even though I really enjoyed having my business, I only was spending about 5% of my time doing the actual design work that I really enjoyed doing. And so when the economy hit and I kind of was one step out the door with the scrapbooking thing, 
um, out of fashion into scrapbooking and creativity, what I realized was that there was this community of people who got together at scrapbook stores or crops, and they really took time to relish in their lives. They would print the photos out, they would take stickers and patterned papers and put it all together and share their stories. And the engagement that they had in their lives and the enrichment that they felt that they were passing along to not only their family members as this memory of their lives, but they're also sharing in the experience and the joys and the trials with their friends and like-minded people who also wanted to take time to document their lives. It was a really cool sort of eye-opening experience of, hey, people actually sit down and they they pause. And they're not just what you would think as a typical scrapbooker, a grandma or somebody who has, you know, an old lady with cats, you know, they're young people who are living these very full lives. And they're just making sure that they take time to have a creative outlet and to spend doing something with their hands, because it brings them joy. Oh, that's so brilliant. I mean, there's this whole piece there of slowing down and connecting and interjecting this creative creativity that you need. But what I love most about what you, what you just talked about, Amy, is that pause, especially to, to stop what things are as is and take that as an opportunity to evaluate and and to decide if this is what you want out of your life. Now, now here's the thing, though. I already know that there's going to be listeners who think, but I have responsibilities. I mean, like you, you had people on your payroll um, and people have have responsibilities like that, maybe with their families, and they don't want to abandon those. But there's still this fine line, right, of taking stock and still trying to figure out a way to interject who you are in the life you have. And I'm curious about how that worked out for you and what we, you would advise these women who are grappling with that balance. You know, I only had a boyfriend, so I actually ended up breaking up with him. He worked with me, too. Oh, yeah. We broke up. It was That's a turn of this, events, right? Yeah, it was sort of a one-third life crisis, uh-huh. I like to call it. Right <laughs> I had the turning same 30. thing. Yes, I had the you, same thing. It's so That's funny. That's why I started and, my podcast. So, yes, I'm hearing you on all of this. Yeah. Yes, and I just really needed to sort of find myself. Mm-hmm. And I actually ended up going to a – I'm really grateful because I do have the support of loved ones. I mean, not financially, but, you know, they they really believe that I should go after my dreams. And mm. to have them witness what what I was going through and all the stress I was going through, yeah. I think they really understood the – it's the 80-20 rule. And I don't know if you've heard about it, but it turned out that – of my customers were actually bringing in 80% of my business. And I had to really reevaluate the ones that weren't serving me anymore. So I Mm -hmm. focused on the yoga studios and the stores that were actually paying their bills. And then I just sort of, uh, I think, scaled back in the areas that I could scale back on. And I had to take pause to nourish myself because I felt completely lost. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I was doing nobody any good by feeling the way I was feeling and not allowing those, the creativity to flow. I wasn't Mm -hmm. feeling inspired anymore. And 
I, I found myself feeling a little bit jaded even, you know, because the things that were going wrong in the business were out of my control. And I found out too that I needed to let go of a lot of control. I don't know how um, some other people feel, but I was probably a control freak back then. Yeah. And I still, to this day, it's a practice for me to let go of certain things. Hmm. So I had to just come to terms with reality, right? And did I want to feel the way I was feeling on a day-to-day basis. No, I was feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and just the example of the fact that I couldn't go take a trip to the beach, walk 10 blocks to the beach because I was so busy and working all the time. Now, partly that's my fault, but I also realized that the people who are depending on me for their support and everything, they will still be able to go on if I figure out a plan that works for everybody. And mm-hmm. I, you have to almost be a little bit selfish to be selfless and giving. Yeah. Because if you aren't, then you have nothing else to offer. It's like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Yeah. And I was feeling empty at that time. And a lot of women who are listening to this episode today are too. And I just want to come back to the questions I just heard you say of what they can do when they when they hit that pause, when they have to look at reality and take stock of things. Here's some questions I just heard that you asked yourself, you know, what is missing from my life? What is serving me? What can I scale back in? What can I let go of? And that even involves our responsibilities. A lot of times we feel like we are in debt to the script that we wrote ourselves when we really don't have to keep it the way that we think we have to, if that makes sense. I'm saying a lot of haves, but we buy into it, right? This lie. Yes. It's, I basically shoulded myself to death. You know, I was shooting myself of, oh, I should do this. I should do that. So many people are depending on me. And really the pressure comes from within us. And I learned from that moment that I am so much harder on myself than anybody else is. If you openly asked people honestly around you what they would want for you, they would tell you. They would tell you that they don't want you to suffer. They don't want you to feel low. They don't want you to feel sad. They don't want you to feel all these bad things that you might be feeling. And obviously, it's a time of looking at how you feel conflicted and what areas of your life you need to nourish. Hmm. I think there are different ways of evaluating that, but really taking pause and allowing yourself the permission Hmm. to take the time to make sure that you're going to be okay. I started going to a therapist around that time and I found out a lot of things about myself that were ingrained. And like you said, I thought they were just a part of me. And I didn't realize that I was acting out of habit that wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. And fear, right? Like what's oh, going to yeah. happen? Oh, yeah, so much fear. Mm-hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I love that. Permission to take the time to figure it out. And that's one thing I really want to emphasize. Like, let's just put a highlight on that. It's not going to be an overnight process, figuring out how to put yourself back in the life you have. Maybe your responsibilities won't change a lot, but what will happen is that you bring your full self to them and it will feel different. And one of the things I've talked about um, with with women, I've, I've had two different times, you know, years apart where I'm sweeping the floor, sweeping up the crumbs. I have four little kids. And, you know, one time it made me feel like the most depressed person in the world, that I'm yet again sweeping the crumbs that I just swept up earlier that day. And then earlier this uh, year in 2019, because we're recording in 2019, I was sweeping the crumbs up again. And I had this thought that I had to just stop and take notice of it. And the thought was, I feel so fulfilled, like sweeping crumbs. And to me, that spoke more to the inner transformation I had of bringing myself to the table, to bringing myself to these responsibilities I had because I was my full self again. But it, it was what you said, though. I took time to figure it out. Right. And so much of the time, it's our perception of it, right? You, we mm, perceive says. things in so many different ways. You know, you could be complaining about it or you could be saying, oh, I get to sweep these crumbs from these four beautiful children I have, you know, and how lucky am I to be able to do that, right? Mm -hmm. And I think gratitude has always played a huge part of my life and tuning into that, especially in times where you are struggling, I think that it's really essential to ask yourself those questions and Mm -hmm. really remind yourself that sometimes the things that we're complaining about are such blessings in disguise. And, totally. you know, if we really just flip the script a little bit, we would say, oh, you know what, let me just sweep up these crumbs so I can go back to doing what what else I need to do. And th- this is a priority to me because I have these beautiful beings who depend on me and they want me to live my best life. There you go. I mean, that does change things, right? It feels totally different. You know, let's talk to these women who feel really malnourished and let's think of ways that they can learn to nourish themselves and become that best version where they're able to show up and, and switch on uh, that ability to to change our perception of their own lives. Uh, where can they even start if they're so malnourished? They don't even know where to begin and figuring out, well, what does give me life? What does make me feel alive and like myself? So I wrote a book called Craft a Life You Love, infusing creativity, fun, and intention into your everyday because I was feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to help identify through my stories what it was that I could express to somebody else that they could take away and just give themselves a little ounce of, you know, goodness. And my big thing is that everybody has 10 minutes per day for themselves. Okay. You, you can carve out no matter how busy you are. Of course, everybody comes from different circumstances. I feel very blessed to have the support system that I do. And I have friends who are single mothers and I don't know how they do it. But I think the essential key is to carve out 10 minutes a day Mm -hmm. just for you, whatever you might want to do during that 10 minutes. And, you know, it can start off as 10 minutes, but then eventually go to 15, go to 20. If you really evaluate how you're spending your time, if you just feel so depleted, 
I think journaling really helps. Hmm. There are so many different ways that we can really take stock of what's going on within us, talking to friends, carving out time for yourself for what you need is so important. And one of the things from my book is a permission slip that I often read at my talks and I can read it to you if you yeah, want I because I think it's something that people really don't take to heart unless they are given the permission, even though I believe each and every one of us mm -hmm. has it within us to yeah. allow ourselves to at least take the next step, okay? So whatever first step you can take, I think that acknowledgement is key, right? So once you have mm -hmm. acknowledged the fact that you feel overwhelmed, overworked, however you're struggling, then you can go out and open up yourself to the possibilities of making that change. So this is the permission slip. Okay, it says, the most important part of my day is the part where I take care of myself and feed my soul. I cannot be the best partner, the best employee, the best boss, the best parent, or the best friend if I am not at my best. Therefore, I have permission each and every day to pursue my craft in order to take loving care of myself and be my best self for the most important people in my life. And then it says sign here, right? And <laughs> yeah. all you have to do is really just close your eyes and listen to that and really take those words in. And I showed this to my husband when I was writing the book. And he said, yes, because another time when I felt completely lost was after I had my first son. Yeah. Um, he's my first and only son, but mm -hmm. uh, I had this moment where I completely felt lost, but I didn't even realize I was feeling that way mm -hmm. because I was so, I guess, emotionally trying to be his mom and be the best mom that I could, I was losing sight of myself. Mm -hmm. And I think my husband was probably one of the only people who could really tell. I mean, some of my friends, I think, who were moms probably could relate a little bit, but they weren't saying anything to me directly, you know? Yeah. It wasn't mm -hmm. until after the fact, right? And so he, when he read those words, he said, yes, this is what I've been trying to tell you. I want you to make sure you're doing things that make you happy, you know, or else how are you being of service to us? I mean, he didn't use those exact words, but that's how yeah. I feel. Like, how can you, if you're constantly just pouring into other people's cups and how are you filling your own bucket? Have you heard of that book? How do you fill your bucket or what will you do to fill your bucket? You know what? Uh, that sounds really familiar to me. Yeah, it has to do with making sure that you're filling your own bucket mm -hmm. and you cannot fill your bucket by stealing from somebody else's bucket. That's not how it works, right? Yeah. You have to nourish yourself and know what fills your bucket. So mm -hmm. once you identify those things, then you can get on with actually infusing them into your life and your daily practice. And it is a practice. It's not something that, hmm. like you said, doesn't happen overnight. And it's not some magic pill that you can take and just say, all right, I've got it all figured out. My life is in balance. Sure. I'm in perfect harmony with everything. Uh -huh. uh, but I do think that witnessing things through an optimistic lens is something that I've learned to do because I know what happens when I go down that shame spiral of feeling bad about something and then compounding it, right? Yes. And I bring it on myself. And that's what I was doing when I became a new mom. 
I was feeling guilty about everything. And I had never felt guilt before that, I swear mm-hmm. to you. I just wouldn't feel guilty about things because there were so many things that I could or couldn't do. And I could only uh, apologize or do what I could do. And I didn't feel stretched too thin until I became, well, I had my own business for a long time. So I think that uh, addiction to the feeling of always constantly staying busy, doing things, doing the work is something that's innate and it's in me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have to take pause and learn these tactics that help nourish myself and nourish my soul. And then the other people around me can feel that radiating out of me. Mm -hmm. And I can attest that this really does work. I imagine someone hearing your permission slip and just feeling like, I don't believe it or how. And you know, my pushback to that, and this might sound like some tough love here is how's that working for you? You know, not believing that you need to nourish yourself in order to to nourish others, not believing that you are worthy of taking time on yourself so you can help support others. It doesn't really work. It just doesn't. And I think once we acknowledge it, like you've said, that's a big piece to it and give ourselves permission to start taking that first step and then another step and then eventually make it a daily practice of investing in ourselves, even 10 minutes at a time, that leads to huge transformation. And I want to know, yeah, what's that been for you, Amy? Tell us more about who you are now, I guess, compared to who you used to be. Well, I'm somebody who constantly tells others and reminds myself to give yourself grace mm-hmm. and really be coming from a place of, hey, is this going to matter five days from now, five months from now, five years from now? I know that's a funny gauge, but there were little things that would affect me and affect my days in such a way that it would overwhelm me to the point where I felt that half the day was gone because I was fighting things in my own mind and or I was working through something that was a struggle. Obviously, there are real struggles that come up that you can't help, but really reevaluating how much time and energy you want to spend on something that's no longer serving you mm-hmm. and really being able to let go of that. Trust me, I, I work on it daily. I do yeah. the inner work because I found myself realizing that there are certain things that I really have a hard time letting go of. And most of it is around being hard on myself Mm -hmm. because I have such high expectations of how I think I should be and how I think I can really cultivate this life that I love. But then when something goes wrong, I need to reevaluate where I'm putting my priorities, energies, and if it's even really worth it, right? Because when I had the t-shirt line, for example, one of my big goals, for some reason, it was a, an inner goal, but my parents grew up very poor. Mm. And for some reason, I wanted a business that did a million dollars, okay? million yeah. dollars in sales in a year. Mm. And I hit that goal. And guess what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing yes. changed. I reached that a peak of success that I thought meant something. And yeah. it it actually meant more stress, more problems. And 
I wanted to go back to the place of feeling like I was creating something that was meaningful, that brought value to people, that I felt enthusiastic about, that my team felt enthusiastic about. And when it hit a million dollars, I was just like, okay, this is great. Yeah, we've accomplished something. But everybody else expects you also to then grow from there. And Mm -hmm. I did not want to. (laughs) And that's another thing I think about evolving and growing. It has to be on your terms. Mm. Whose life are you living, right? Mm. When people expect you to do something and then you surpass their expectations, they still are going to expect more from you after that. Mm. They're not going to be satisfied with it after, you know, at, at that moment. It's sort of reaching those peaks of success. Yeah. I, for some reason, was under the impression that once you got to your goal, you were content and happy and you could stay there for a little while and enjoy it. But really, you can. You can savor it because that's actually – that was my word for uh, 2019 was savor. Ooh, yeah. And I found myself accomplishing these little goals that I had set out and not even really enjoying it at the moment and just being like, okay, that was great. Now move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And it's an unhealthy way to – operate because then you're just going from one thing to another. And I don't think that's how we're meant to live. Mm-hmm. That's what I so admire about what you teach both in your podcast, your book, everything you do with your business too, is that element of gratitude and savoring and living and being present. It's so clear and how you show up to it all. And it's definitely what I want to aspire to and what I hope my listeners do too. And you know what, Amy, I can't let you go without asking about this creativity piece to it. A lot of people like I didn't think I was creative for a long time. And as I've, you know, went through my own third life crisis, like you described, I learned I actually was. And it just presented itself differently. And anchoring into that piece of who I was, was um, what I was missing. So how can people lean into that side of themselves, this creativity piece, even if they don't think they are creative as a way to, you know, step into who they are in their lives? Everybody is creative, and I think that creativity is really all about allowing yourself to play, getting a little messy, embracing your mistakes, and trusting that everyone is bringing their own special style to the table, and everybody can take a seat. And even though some people have a hard time starting and knowing where to start, Hmm. it's actually just that first step that you need to take, that small step. Maybe it's watching a tutorial on YouTube. Maybe it's going into your kitchen. You know, creativity doesn't have to be the same as it is for somebody else. For me, I love paper crafts, but what is it for you? Identify what it is, whether it's baking, knitting, who knows? I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, who knows, right? Exactly. There's so many different ways. I mean, I would have never thought as you know, my 10-year-old self, if she could look back on me and say, wow, you are really making a life you love through colorful markers and pens and papers and Mm -hmm. journaling, Mm -hmm. all the things that I was obsessed with at a young age, maybe go back to that time and identify the things that you used to love and really see how you can infuse just a little bit more of that into your daily life. Wow. Wow. No, there's no better note to end on than that. 
What did you used to love? And try that. That's your starting place. Take one step. Amy, this was so profound. I would love for people to connect with you more. So tell us where to go and what you have going on lately. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, So you can find me, Amy Tangerine, on Instagram. I'm Amy Tangerine on YouTube, Pinterest. And I really just want to, I want your listeners to know that everybody is worthy. Everybody is enough just as they are. But if we're going to really explore this idea of living wholeheartedly and trying to infuse what matters into our lives, we need to do it on our own and we already have it within us. So just take that first step. I'm just so touched. I mean, this has been phenomenal. I I can't thank you enough for being here and just being their full self, just like you've been preaching. And I just can't wait for the women who are listening to get access to what you've taught us here today. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for having me. I am so glad that you listened to get the hug and kick in the pants you need to grow. Now I'm going to share my progress pointers with you so that you can go and do something with what you learned today. Number one, put more of who you are into the life you already have. Number two, ask, what is missing? What is serving me? What can I scale back in? What can I let go of? Three, 10 minutes a day goes a long way. Number four, give yourself permission to try. Take that first step. Number five, evolving has to be on your terms. And number six, creativity is allowing yourself to play. Consider, what did you used to love? Do you want to be more accountable and better implement what you learned today? Here are a few ways. First, I have free resources for you. Go to aboutprogress.com slash go-getter to sign up for our go-getter newsletter, where I send a weekly, we got this note, and at the end of each month, provide you with a free printable of all that month's progress pointers, so you can keep track of what you learned and then do something about it. Also in the show notes, I've linked to our free private Facebook group, where you can connect more with your kind of people. Second, Expedite your growth with our exclusive online membership group, which is now at a very, very low doable fee. Here you will get access to a community of progressors on the next level, and you'll receive daily inspiration and accountability to advance your personal development. There you will also be able to participate in weekly lives with me, including some coaching calls, our monthly Grow Yourself book club, and you'll get special member-only access to this month's progress plan. Finally, be heard on this show. The last episode of each month is called Dear Progressor, and it is where our normal everyday listeners really shine. We can all learn from your own pointers and experiences. So send in your voice note, which is so easy to do. Learn how by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. And don't be shy. That's it for today, friends. Keep growing. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. So whether you're a stay-at-home parent or you're building a career, we all need to grow. We all need to pivot and we all need to make shapes. And we all mean. <clears throat> and if you want access to that, all you need to do is t- sign up for our goo. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.